At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. I'm Brady Cannon along with Wes Reynolds live from the South Point Hotel Casino and Spa on this Wednesday, the eighth day of September. Wes, you and I, uh, of course, we've been working together for a long time and all summer long we've been counting down the days and this feels like Christmas Eve, my friend. We have got NFL 2021 kicking off with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys in about 32 hours from now. Yeah, it's finally upon us, Brady. But it didn't seem like the wait was as long this summer, of course, because we had NBA go seemingly forever into the end of July, had the Olympics. So, you know, it's always that wait, like we really get to the dog days of summer. But obviously with COVID-19 and everything being out of whack just in the sports calendar, the wait didn't seem so long. Like it seems like it's come upon us quick. Like we're not we're not really waiting, but we won't have to wait any longer because tomorrow at 820 Eastern, 520 Pacific, we're going to be kicked off for NFL 2021. And a couple Buccaneers wide receivers made the headlines on Tuesday. Chris Godwin was limited in practice for Tampa Bay as he continues to nurse a quadriceps injury. He has been added to the team's injury report, but probably not until later today, Wes, will we find out if he is going to be in or out for the game on Thursday. Thursday night. Godwin, certainly a big part of this offense. We talk about all these returning starters for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Maybe he will miss a game. If he misses extended time, Wes, I think it's something to, to be concerned about. But it seems like this Tampa Bay receiving core is so loaded. Yes. I don't know how much they're going to miss him if it's just one game. Well, and you look at Tampa Bay, what they are trying to do. Uh, they return 22 starters, all 22, 11 and 11, both sides of the ball from a Super Bowl win. First team to do that since 1997. Then the Bucks actually the only team in the salary cap era, which started back in 1994, that returns all 22 starters uh, from a Super Bowl winning team. So, you know. That's why I think you see that baked into the cake. I think when you look at the number, the number's inflated. 
already. That doesn't mean the Bucks can't cover it, but I'm certainly not going to lay it. But over the summer, when I first looked at this, when this came out at six and a half, I was like, you know, if this gets to seven, I might be interested in Dallas. And now it's at eight, and I'm not really that interested necessarily in Dallas because, of course, they have a lot of different uh, storylines going on with their team, Zach Martin, out due to COVID-19. So the offensive line, which you kind of thought for Dallas, okay, it's like now they're going to be healthy this year, which they were not last year. But, of course, week one, right out of the box, they're not at full strength. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll talk to Nick Eatman from DallasCowboys.com in the second hour and get his insights on the health of the Dallas Cowboys. Of course, they have some issues along that offensive line. And you make the point, I felt the same way. When I saw that line come out at six and a half, I said, boy, I'm on the Cowboys. I kind of thought the line would be more like three and a half or four and a half. But I think it's because of the speculation about Dak Prescott and his uh, shoulder, if it's going to be healthy or not, if he will be at 100% tomorrow night. That's why we've seen that line creep up to eight. Yeah, no question about it. And because this is always that scenario, and I think probably it's more prevalent, Brady, when you see it in like the NHL or the NBA where it's like, okay, this is ring and banner night. So, you know, let's go against the defending champion because you got these other guys stewing in that other tunnel and that other locker room. Like, that should be us, fellas. That should be us, dudes. But that's an 82-game season. This, of course, is now a 17-game season. So it's not like, eh, if we lose our first game, no big deal. You know, we still got 81 more. But every game and every week's a big deal in the NFL. So, yeah, this is one I'm probably going to stay away from. I'm going to look maybe for an in-game opportunity, perhaps on a total, or just kind of see what I see. Just because it's the first game doesn't mean you have to bet it. Nevertheless, we know that we're going to talk to pretty much every bookmaker around town and across the country. They're going to be like, yeah, we got pretty damn heavy handle on this one. So people are not going to wait for Sunday to get involved in week one. And probably some teaser liability as well. Oh, absolutely. teaser uh, spot. And there's a lot of them this week. I know uh, you were on with Gil Alexander, the previous program on a numbers game, and he was talking about the uh, the quote-unquote Wong teaser yeah. options, which obviously, if you don't know what those are, teasing through the key numbers of three and seven, whether you're teasing down with a favorite, like let's say here with Tampa Bay, or with perhaps the Buffalo Bills that you can tease at least through three, and then you have some of those underdogs at like two and a half that you can tease up to eight and a half with a six-point teaser, laying minus a buck ten, depending on your shops. So definitely some opportunity to take advantage of teaser options this week. Tampa Bay wide receiver Antonio Brown was not a participant in practice on Tuesday, but most likely just a day of rest for the 33-year-old veteran. And seemingly no problem with Brown, according to head coach Bruce Arians, who said, quote, he's playing at a speed I saw four or five years ago, end quote. And if that's the case, Wes, uh, word of warning to the NFC. Well, getting a Super Bowl ring will probably make you behave a little bit more, which Antonio Brown has not always been able to do. And, you know, you look, maybe he's in a better place mentally. And I think, you know, w- winning breeds good things. And that's absolutely what you've seen happen. And you talk about that Bucks receiving core. We did mention Chris Godwin, but of course, Mike Evans, Scotty Miller, Antonio Brown, Tyler Johnson, and also... This is a pretty darn good tight end group, Brady, with Rob Gronkowski and O.J. Howard and Cameron Braid. It's like you don't even have to use Gronk as much in the red zone because you've got Howard and Braid to be able to do that. Plus, you've got guys that can catch the ball out of the backfield, Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette, who they used a little bit more in the passing game last year. So uh, TB12 at now, uh, is he officially 45 years old or is he still 44? I know he has a birthday coming up, but nevertheless, uh, he's got plenty of weapons uh, to come back and try to run it back. Well, let's talk about the Baltimore Ravens. Of course, they have uh, had injury trouble during the offseason, during the preseason campaign. Uh, Most live all on the wide receiver position, some across the offensive line, and then most notably J.K. Dobbins out for the season at running back. So they have signed Le'Veon Bell to the practice squad. ESPN's Adam Schefter reported this and also reports that Baltimore is likely to elevate Bell to the full-time roster soon. Uh, Le'Veon Bell getting up there in years, Mm -hmm. too, a former teammate Mm -hmm. of Antonio Brown, but what are your thoughts on uh, a possible resurgence in Baltimore? Well, Baltimore still has their best running back healthy, that being their quarterback, Lamar Jackson. I don't think that they want him to be a running back as much. They obviously want to see him evolve. He was uh, dead last for a regular starting quarterback in terms of passing yards, so they want to get the passing game going. It certainly is a cause for concern, but I think that they have enough to at least weather the storm from that standpoint, but flipping it forward to the Monday night 
game against the Raiders. I'm not sure uh, uh, what you're going to be on, Brady, but I do like the Raiders in the spot on Monday night. I think this is a good situational spot, and we saw last year when they played the New Orleans Saints, granted no fans in Allegiant Stadium, but they realized, okay, this is our first official home game here at Allegiant Stadium, so we want to make an impression. So I do like the Raiders a little bit in this spot, and I think now that you're going to have full, full spectators Monday night, all the movers and shakers, all the big people in the business community, all the big casino executives, you know, all the Derek Stevenses and all the guys at MGM and all the different properties are going to be at that game, all the politicians and the business community. So it's going to be a big deal. So Mark Davis, John Gruden and company and the Raiders, look, you only get one chance to make a first impression. That doesn't mean it's the lasting one, but I think in this one, you are going to see a fired up Raiders point. So I do like the home underdog, at least early on Monday night. Yeah, I can't disagree with you at all, but I'm conflicted. I, I'm not going to bet this game because uh, I, I have a lot of reasons I can make about liking the Ravens here in this spot, too. I think the Ravens are the better team. That's why they're favored by four points. They are banged up. I mean, there's a lot of different ways you can read into this game, and right now I am staying away from this one. Uh, one team I know you're high on is the Los Angeles Rams, and they will open the season at home hosting the Chicago Bears on the Sunday night game. Head coach Sean McVay says his defense is preparing to face rookie quarterback Justin Fields in some special offensive packages. And uh, I think this is a good practice by McVay. But what are your thoughts? I mean, I guess it's a possibility that Coach Nagy could have some plays designed for Justin Fields. But do you think we will see him at all in the game on Sunday night? Uh, I'm leaning to no, but you never know. Because I think it's going to be a very short leash for Andy Dalton. I know Matt Nagy has said, hey, I made the promise to Andy Dalton. I'm going to go ahead and start him in week one. And I don't know if that's necessarily the wrong move, at least in the short term, because it's like, okay, we got the rookie quarterback, but he's going against the defensive player of the year here who got double and triple team and still won the defensive player of the year award, Aaron Donald. This is a very good Rams defense, at least bare minimum top five in all of the National Football League, at least carrying over from last season. So, you know, I understand McVay, you know, he wants to be ready and McVay is one of the better coaches in the league. So of course he's going to think, well, maybe they're going to put him in in some kind of package or have something for him because Justin Fields is closer well, to I mean, starting look, necessarily than not fired, starting. Right? You're gonna Eventually, he's going to have to do it because Matt Nagy on a little bit of a hot seat there in Chicago. So it's like, okay, you're going to have all the chatter saying, okay, go ahead and start this young man and maybe even from the front office and the ownership. So we shall see. Rams obviously priced at seven and a half. This is a team I'm high on. That doesn't necessarily mean I think that they're going to be like hellfire and brimstone right out of the gates. I still think that they have some new adjustments to make. You have Matthew Stafford, who did not play in the preseason. The Rams probably played the least amount of starters than anybody, and that's what McVay always does. So, you know, Stafford's got to get some timing down a little bit, so that's why I'm not necessarily laying the 7.5. I'm sure the Rams are going to be a popular teaser option, and I even may use them in one or two myself, but I think the price is just a little bit too high to lay the 7.5. I don't even know if I would really want to lay 7 here with the Rams. The New York Jets have listed Tevin Coleman as their number one running back on their depth chart ahead of Sunday's opener in Carolina. Ty Johnson is the backup. Michael Carter and LaMichael Pirine still are listed as questionable in that running back roster. New York Jets head coach Robert Sala, of course, Wes, you know, is familiar with Tevin Coleman. They both spent some time in San Francisco. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Tevin Coleman, Indiana Hoosier, by the way, getting the RB get you to go the there. RB one position. Well, that's the only thing good about Indiana and football. If you watch this past <laughs> weekend, but nevertheless, you look at the Jets and Carolina in this spot. And Carolina was a team I did take on the overseason wins. But I hearken back to when our friend Las Vegas Chris was in here about two or three weeks ago on this program. He is one that doesn't, as a better, do a lot of season wins or do a lot of futures. Maybe does a couple and has reads on the team, but. But the one thing you don't want to do, and I can't emphasize this enough, just because you like a team in their season wins over doesn't mean you have to bet them every week. And even sometimes you can bet against them. Like, I think this number is actually quite right. And this is probably not one I'm going to, I'm going to bet. I think you kind of lean to the jets here on this spot at some five and a halves out there in the market. I think circus sports, the market low at four and a half. 
Sam Darnold obviously gets a crack at his former team as the now incumbent starter with the Carolina Panthers. But you know what? The Jets get a crack at their former quarterback, too. So it works both ways. And I think this Jets defense is going to be very solid. Now, it's a rookie quarterback on the road. So those used to be like, oh, my God, this is a bet against spot. Auto play. Not necessarily here, I don't think. Even though I think the Jets are still a little bit further down in terms of their rebuild than Matt Rule and Joe Brady and company are in Carolina. Line. I think that they do take a nice little step up this year, but this is not one I'm going to lay here at five and a half. Yeah, the number looked a little too big for me at five and a half, and I do like the Jets here to uh, cover that number. You talk about the history with Robert Sala and Tevin Coleman and his uh, experience as a defensive coordinator with San Francisco. He's also had great success in defending Sam Darnold when mm-hmm. Darnold was the quarterback of the New York Jets before going on to Carolina. I've also been impressed with Zach Wilson in the preseason. Uh, he has some question marks at wide receiver as far as their health. Denzel Mims, I believe, is still listed as questionable. Uh, but I think, you know, you have to ask yourself about Sam Darnold. Just because Robert Sala had success in defending him in the past, I think part of the handicap of Sam Darnold is how much is the new scenery going to change? Right. And I think it's actually going to be a benefit. And this isn't just saying, okay, it was all Adam Gase's fault. You know, when somebody doesn't succeed, it's a little bit of blame to go around. But I do think going to Carolina and I think maybe being in that smaller market might be good for Sam Darnold. I know he played at USC, so that was a big market for college football. But, you know, not everybody succeeds right away in New York. So I think this is a chance for him to restart. He is only 24 years old, by the way. It's not like he's some mid-30s guy just kind of hanging on on the back nine of his career. You're, you know, if you like Carolina like I do, you're entrusting Matt Rule, who's been a rebuilder everywhere he's been in college football. If you look at, the, you know, his time at Temple, if you look at his time at Baylor, he has always been a very good rebuilder pretty much for programs, and I think he will be at Carolina. You have Joe Brady as the offensive coordinator. You have Christian McCaffrey back healthy. So there's reason to be optimistic about Carolina, at least in the macro sense for the entire season but I think the number is about right here and speaking of running backs and quarterbacks Detroit head coach Dan Campbell has announced that DeAndre Swift will play against the San Francisco 49ers they are home underdogs in that game catching seven and a half points and the 49ers have announced that Jimmy Garoppolo will be their starting quarterback I don't think that's any surprise right and I think he absolutely should be uh, 49ers big road favorite here at seven and a half even seeing eight and some spots so this is going to be a popular teaser option of course now it's a little bit tougher to tease road favorites than it is home favorites of course so you know be careful buyer beware a little bit there but Detroit not much expected they just don't have a lot of talent right now under Jared Goff I think Jared Goff I don't think Jared Goff was a bad quarterback in Los Angeles now I do think Stafford's an upgrade but you know this is going to be I think what the Lions what they try to do if you saw in the draft was they want to get physical up front on both sides of the ball. I think Dan Campbell is that kind of guy and he looks like a big physical guy himself, a former NFL tight end. So that's what they want to do. And I think they've done a good do. job yeah. at the line of scrimmage on yeah. both sides. Now, Penny Sewell has had some moments in the preseason where he's been absolutely burned, but hey, he's young and a rookie. I think they still have high expectations. That's just getting used to the speed of the game and, sure. and, you know, it's a lot different in the NFL than it is in the Pac-12, but I think with Detroit, they're still a little devoid of offensive talent and even Can some... Can you name a single wide receiver on their team? Uh, I can. I can name <laughs> guys that were on the other teams I would have to look at my uh, little depth chart sheet here but I looked at it this morning and I don't know if I've heard of a single one of them yeah exactly uh, uh, Tyrell Williams used to play here for the Raiders and that's just go. because I scrolled it right in front of me and happened to see it all right we're going to talk a little golf when we come back on the other side Captain Steve Stricker has made his selections for the United States Ryder Cup team Padraig Harrington will make his next week before they tee it up at Whistling Straits for the Ryder Cup coming up on September 24th just getting started here on the Lombardi line. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, 
365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. <laughs> hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Football season just around the corner. Yeah, 24 hours about. It's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 20 21 years or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Is the golf season over? Well, not quite. Of course, Patrick Cantley won the Tour Championship, and he is your FedEx Cup champion. But many of the game's biggest stars are in England this week at the Wentworth Golf Club for the BMW Championship. And not only a big event there, Wes, with a lot of star power, but it also coincides with the Mm -hmm. Ryder Cup selections by Steve Stricker, the U.S. captain, earlier this morning. His team is now complete. And then Padraig Harrington, the European captain, he will be participating in the BMW Championship as a player and also as an observer as a captain. And he will then make his final three selections, his captain's picks, at the conclusion of the BMW. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting week. A good a good field at Wentworth, as usually uh, there is here. So uh, let me touch, uh, we'll touch on this tournament first. And uh, this is being played in Surrey, England. So you look at the odds board, Victor Hovland, who has already won on the European Tour, who will be on the Ryder Cup team. He's going to probably make it on points. About 
about eight to one, ten to one, depending on where you are. So his lone win this year was on the European tour. Shane Lowry, Tyrrell Hatton. Hatton probably is a lock to make the team. So is Matthew Fitzpatrick and Tommy Fleetwood probably make it on points. There are some guys that are a little bit borderline on the points like Shane Lowry. But basically where I started is a guy that if he does very well at this tournament, I believe is going to play his way onto the team. Keep in mind, nine points picks and then three captains picks for Patrick Harrington. Alex Noren, 25 to 1. He is a guy that if he gets a victory, gets enough points to make the team. Did very well. Nearly made the tour championship the top 30 but just fell a couple points short so he has been playing well he had two top 10s in the FedEx Cup points events at the Northern Trust and the BMW so he is one I went with Christian Bezadenhut not in the mix for Ryder Cup because he's from South Africa but he got his PGA Tour card at the Corn Ferry Tour Championship last week with a third place finish so kind of might be buoyed or encouraged by that Baron Wiesberger last chance almost kind of like blew his chance when he hit that ball in the water at the European Masters on the 18th and got a double bow when he needed par to win the event. So, Bern Viesberger has a chance here. I got him 40 to 1. Victor Perez, 55 to 1, second last year at Wentworth. Sam Horsfield, 60 to 1. And then Masahiro Kawamura at 90 to 1. But we will know the Ryder Cup picks come early next week on Team Europe, but we do know them for Team USA. Well, you mentioned Shane Lowry, and if he does not make it on points, he would definitely make my list as a captain's right. pick. And then, of course, you have Ian Poulter and Sergio Garcia. Uh, Poulter, of course, is a Ryder Cup master hasn't been playing outstanding as of late Sergio mm -hmm. has Sergio has been playing very well but I think you probably have to have those two guys on your European side the one question mark and I mess I guess it'll depend on how well he does this week Justin Rose do you add him to your team? Yeah, and he's been a little bit out of form because you got to think right now the guys outside the points that Ian Poulter are probably going to get a captain's pick. Sergio Garcia, you would think, certainly. Now, he's one of those guys that just really has not been in the form. Now, if he shows some encouraging signs, he may be there because, you know, he's a veteran of the Ryder Cup and a guy that's been playing well. I don't know if he's got enough form, but he's got, I believe, three to or two top fives in his last three starts. Henrik Stenson, mm -hmm. Justin Rose. Yeah. his longtime partner in the Ryder Cup, Team Lake Nona. So uh, uh, we shall see, but, you know, obviously he has slipped a little bit. As far as the United States captain's pick, Steve Stricker did those earlier this morning and basically just went right down the points list after the sixth spot where the automatic qualifiers, he went from seven down to 12 and pretty much took them all, except for Scotty Scheffler was a little bit of a surprise. Yeah, and Scotty Scheffler, I think the reason why he did Scotty Scheffler, which I agree with, and by the way, I agree with these six selections, by the way, youngest Ryder Cup team ever. Average age mm. 29.4 for Team USA. But young man's game. But when you days. look at the names, it's like, wow, this is a pretty darn good roster. But Scotty Scheffler's a birdie maker at Whistling Straits. He's a longer hitter. So I think that's why Stricker took him over like a Kevin Na or like a Kevin Kisner. The guys on the right, by the way, if you're seeing that graphic, were the captain's pick. Ing or Finau, Shoffley, Spieth, no surprise. Berger has been consistent all year. Harris English is having his career year, and then he went with Scotty Scheffler who has yet to win on the PGA Tour. Remember, though, back then, we kind of forget, back in March, the Dell match play, Scotty Scheffler yes. made the final, so this is a guy I think that, that does has have... something to do with it, too. I do, too, and this is a guy that has match play experience, so he got the nod over Simpson, Patrick Reed, Kevin Na, Kevin Kisner, etc. I love Scheffler as a player, and I love the Daniel Berger pick as well. I think he's a grinder that should be good in a Ryder Cup format. We'll come back and talk to Steve Mackinnon next, right here on the Lombardi Line. For you to huddle up with the VEASAN Pro Football Betting Guide. The guide is only $19.99 and it's available right now. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Sign up for the VEASAN All Access subscription and get everything we offer for the entire football season. It's all available now at vcin.com slash subscribe. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you inside the Lombardi line and Steve Mackinnon 
now joins us. He is the editor of VEASAN's online digital publication, Point Spread Weekly, which will drop into your inbox here momentarily, as it does every Wednesday. Steve, a tradition unlike any other, your series of articles on college football stability rankings. And for those that are not familiar, this is an analysis of basically turnover within a roster or a coaching staff. New coaches, new quarterbacks, new personnel, or conversely, a team that is very, very stable and does not have a lot of changeover. And you've identified some matchups on this particular weekend's card of college football, quite a few of them that present a lot of betting opportunities. Yeah, exactly, Brady. I do this every season. Uh, I start the uh, season looking at these first three or maybe four weeks of games, depending on how many games a team gets. I usually cut it off about three, but I'm looking for what I call stability uh, mismatches. One team stable, one team not. Things that can lead to instability are coaching changes, uh, coordinator changes, a lot of missing starters from last season, and then the, the key quarterback position. So, yeah, I got nine more games on this week's schedule. Uh, had nine last week. Those games went five and four. That's a typical, uh, I typically look for about a 55 to 60 percent uh, win rate on these games. So, that's a typical week for these. Uh, you Historically, you play these things the first three or four weeks, and you will win. Well, let's go with uh, two of these here because two of these I'm actually on this week and I'm kind of buying on some weakness here because now we're seeing sevens on both games and that's Texas at Arkansas. Texas outperformed the market last week. Market came in against them, against the Raging Cajuns of ULL and Texas with the 20 point win. So kind of outperformed. Now you go to Arkansas. They had a late cover, a front door cover. They were down actually 17 to seven middle of the third quarter against Rice and then Arkansas got a touchdown in the final minute to put that ahead of the 19 and a half. But I think that this is a good spot for Arkansas here. And conversely, also, you can address Washington and Michigan. Now we're starting to see some sevens in the market. Washington loses at home to FCS Montana. Wolverines exceeded expectations game one, stomping Western Michigan. But this looks like the overreaction week here in week two, Steve. Yeah, it sure does. Uh, You know, uh, ironically, last week we talked about two of the games on the stability mismatches, and they were both sort of highly public games. So a lot of people were uh, were doubting Texas last week. Okay, uh, that that's a motivational factor. Okay, you motivate a team by by doubt. Okay, the same thing with uh, it, it looked too maybe a little too obvious with East Carolina and Appalachian State. Appalachian State actually looked like a better team with Chase Bryce at quarterback. So it's almost like they didn't lose much there. So uh, for this one, yeah, a couple overreactions. I think uh, uh, Washington's loss, obviously very surprising. Michigan, a huge win. I think this line moved probably four points based upon last week's results. So I think you're getting a couple extra uh, points in that game to play with with uh, Washington, and uh, they are the more stable team here. So uh, very interesting play there. The other game you mentioned, Texas, uh, off that big performance. Also, Arkansas off a big performance, too. K.J. Jefferson looks like he could have that team a, a little bit better offensively this season, and I would not be surprised to see Arkansas really give Texas a game here. Steve, another one that I think is very interesting is San Diego State at Arizona. And we talked about this game with Kenny White a long time ago. And I was guessing what the point spread would be. I figured San Diego State would be favored. Kenny White, in his preseason publication, has them as a 13-and-a-half-point favorite. And yet they are an underdog here. Arizona, a two-point favorite down in Tucson. Uh, And they have a lot of instability. A brand-new course, uh, a brand-new coach in Fish. uh, Performed pretty well right here at Allegiant Stadium last week got the cover over BYU and San Diego State kind of slept walk uh, through their win over New Mexico but you have uh, the Aztecs here as the much more stable team in this matchup yeah absolutely shocking line to me as well Brady I I don't know where uh, odds makers are, are getting this perspective on Arizona from uh, it's it's hard to say here this team's lost 13 straight games I think overall and there's no reason that, that I see that there's going to be much improvement this season. In fact, this was one of my top under plays for the season win total. So very surprising number here. San Diego State, uh, a solid program. I think easily could get the uh, win on the road here.
Steve, you have a few different NFL systems as we're now going to begin week one and just a little over 24 hours from now with Dallas and Tampa Bay. But this was one that I got on, and now the number's kind of disappearing here. But you, divisional home underdogs in week one have performed very well, and we have one here with Houston against Jacksonville. Jacksonville was actually in this spot last year with Indianapolis. The only win they got in the 2020 season, they upset the Colts outright as eight-point underdogs, and you like the Texans here in this spot. Yeah, well, the, I'm not exactly sure I'd say I like them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like being a strong word. <laughs> yeah, they do fit the system. So uh, very unusual to see a 1-15 in returning team here as a three-point road favorite. So very, very strange number. Obviously, this has a lot to do with the Deshaun Watson uh, situation there in Houston. But uh, historically, 18-4 uh, and four system play here back in the Texans. Steve, uh, we'll uh, go to the racetrack here. We don't want to forget, now that we're starting the NFL season, we're actually in the playoff season for NASCAR. Second race here in the round of 16 before they go to the round of the 12, which will be right here at the South Point 400 at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. And we've already had Darlington Southern 500, and you called it, and you've been calling a lot of these lately. Denny Hamlin finally gets that win here. He'd been so consistent, just hadn't been able to get into victory lane, but he certainly did last week, and now we look at Richmond this week. And who do I think of when I think of Richmond here at the uh, uh, Federated Auto Parts 400? I think of Denny Hamlin, who's won this race three times. Yeah, this is, uh, I believe, what Hamlin would consider a home track. He's a Virginia guy, I believe. Uh, Martin Truex, though, he's a, he's another guy you're going to want to consider. Your, uh, over the last three, what I call my handicap races, which are when a guy finishes 95% of laps or more, uh, without any type of fluke incidences. Martin Truex is actually the best uh, racer at Richmond in that time. So he's definitely going to be one you're going to want to consider here. Brad Keselowski is a sneaky, uh, maybe long shot here. He's been good at Richmond. But uh, Hamlin, Truex, Larson, have to for the immediate future, they have to be considered every week. All right, Steve. Thanks so much as always, and have a great weekend, my friend. Thanks, guys. You too. Thank you. All right. That is Steve Mackinnon. Check out his excellent work in Point Spread Weekly. Also, watch for the updated simulation on the NASCAR that usually comes out in the Beeson newsletter on Saturday. We'll be back with some more college football talk next right here on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Get your payout before the game's out with BetMGM. Place a money line wager on any Thursday night football game, and if your team is up by 10 points or more at halftime, you win. That's a full payout for only half the game, no matter what happens the rest of the way. Simply go to BetMGM, your account, and opt in each week for the Thursday night halftime payout promotion. Want to keep things rolling? Try BetMGM's extensive live betting options in the third quarter as well. Or use your winnings to place a one-game parlay on Sunday. Are you new to BetMGM? Download the app and see how you can turn halftime into cash time. Make a money line bet on Thursday night, and if your team is up by 10 or more, you'll win at the half. It's only at BetMGM, the king of sports books. Opt-in required. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The promotional offer is not available in Nevada. Wes, you and I were talking some college football and some of those stability ranking systems that Steve Mackinnon so adroitly puts out in Point Spread Weekly year in and year out. And he mentioned in week one there was nine of them. They went five and four. If you play these for the first three or four weeks of the season, he said you usually will come out to the tune of 55 or 60 percent. And one of those matchups I think is one of the most intriguing matchups on the card this week, and that's the Washington Huskies visiting Michigan. And you mentioned it. Washington loses to Montana in a really a shocking defeat. And Michigan really rolled in their verse victory. And I think preseason prognostication was that Washington was going to be pretty good and Michigan might mm-hmm. struggle a little bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, week one, it was really a reversal of that. I'll start with Washington first. And look, they lost 13 to 7 at home to FCS Montana. Washington was scoreless the last 55 minutes of the game. Uh, Femi Abebefe was in on this program with me yesterday. And of course, he comes to us from Seattle, has covered this Husky program for, for many years. And really, the Washington offense, it hasn't been great, really, for the past like decade, seemingly up there. But it was not very good on Saturday. Dylan Morris with three interceptions, including on the last drive. And John Donovan, the offensive coordinator, is starting to take some heat up there. And he probably really should. This offense just, you know, kind of got stuck in the mud on, even though they did outgain Montana 291 to 232, just couldn't put the ball in the end zone. But on the other side, this Washington defense still really good. They only held Montana to 232 yards. Montana was held to 3.7 yards a carry, only 105 passing yards. So I still think this Washington defense is good. And I am going to be on Washington here now that sevens are kind of starting to show. It's still mostly six and a halves, but there are some sevens in the faraway places that are going to start showing. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Las Vegas markets follow suit. So I will be taking Washington seven just on that line overreaction. Now on the Michigan side, they over overperformed at least in week one because the market came against them and not you know some of the wise guys took that 17 took that 17 and a half we know that some of our prognosticators at least that we've had on over the summer here on VSIN were very high on Western Michigan and, and no reason they shouldn't be at least for conference play but they got overwhelmed by Michigan it was 47 to 14 an easy cover for the Wolverines and now they did lose Ronnie Bell their star receiver here but I think Michigan, because Michigan was one of those teams, I think, in the Big Ten where it's like, I don't know what they're going to be. I don't think they're going to be bad. I don't think that they've risen up to the level where they're actually challenging Ohio State and Penn State in that East Division. I still kind of think they might be down there in that second group in the East with Indiana and whoever is going to leap up. Maybe it's Maryland. But, you know, maybe I could be wrong that Michigan is going to be better than I think people thought. But I think that this is an overreaction here. And Washington, I believe, is like a two-point favorite in Ann Arbor at Michigan Stadium on the Game of the Year lines now you have over a touchdown adjustment and you're starting to get seven in the market. Give me the Huskies here and what I think is going to be a lower scoring game. You've already seen the total go from 51 to 49, 48 even at some places. So I think that that favors Washington. I'm still a little bit more of a believer in their defense. Michigan incorporating a new defense this year. Don Brown, the longtime defensive coordinator at Michigan had a lot of great defenses up there with Jim Harbaugh and the coaches previous to him. He is now the DC at University of Arizona. So still some new things for Michigan here. I think maybe Michigan, 
outperformed what we thought they were going to do in week one, and I think that gives value to the Huskies. Yeah, nearly a double-digit adjustment on that point spread according to the preseason game of the year lines where Washington was a favorite, like you say. And then, of course, with Steve Mackinnon and his stability rankings, he also favors the Washington Huskies in this spot. We've got another Big Ten Pac-12 matchup on Saturday, a marquee game at the Horseshoe in Columbus with Ohio State taking on the Oregon Ducks. Ohio State looked very impressive in their win over Minnesota in week one. The Oregon Ducks really struggled and just survived to get a win over Fresno State. Now, the big thing here, Wes, Ohio State is laying anywhere from 14 to 14 and a half points at home, 14 and a half here at BetMGM. And Kavion Thibodeau, he went down with an injury, got his uh, ankle rolled over there for the Oregon Ducks. This is an all-world defensive lineman for the boys out of Eugene. If he's not in that lineup, 14 might not be enough. Well, and Kayvon Thibodeau, to your point, Brady, he is number one on a lot of the big boards, including Mel Kiper Jr., a lot of the draft Knicks. He's at least at the bare minimum more than likely going to be the first defensive player selected, whether he goes number one over a, overall over a quarterback. That's going to, uh, time's going to tell on that one, but he is currently listed as questionable for this game. I got to think he's more leaning toward playing, but when you're going to be maybe the number one pick in the 2022 draft, if you're only like, let's say you're at 70, 70% or 65%, even though this is a big game, you also got to think about the future. And I know that's kind of the reality and it, it, it kind of is a crappy reality, really Brady, because it's like, okay, you know, you want to play. It's that old thing where guys, you know, sit out the bowl games, mm-hmm. but now you kind of understand with so much money at stake, even though you're like, well, they give you a scholarship here. You came in with your teammates. Don't bail on them. On the other hand, though, this is also a stage where he's playing, you know, the highly regarded Ohio State yes. Buckeyes. So he's going to possibly catch a lot of eyes of scouts and whatnot. Yeah, absolutely. So it's a stage where he may want to play regardless of what the future implies. Yeah, and 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 that's obviously going to be a key. But the key really for Oregon is can they throw the ball down the field? Mm-hmm. Can Anthony Brown, who was a starter at Boston College, transferred in when the coach got fired, Steve Adazio. He was basically like the red zone quarterback for the Oregon Ducks last year. And it was Tyler Shuck, who was the main quarterback, who's now at Texas Tech, but now it's Anthony Brown's show. Oregon can always run the ball, and I'm going to be interested to see if Oregon kind of follows that Minnesota game plan that I think worked very well in the first half last week on Thursday night where, okay, we got to possess the ball because Ohio State's not easy to run against, and Minnesota, even with Ibrahim going down late in the third quarter, they still ran for 200 yards on Ohio State. Now it was a little over four yards a carry, but that proved, hey, we can at least move the ball a little bit, and I think Oregon's a little bit more of a speed running attack rather than a power running attack, but the concern with Ohio State, as we saw last week, Stroud, you know, just Stroud kind of started low, or slow a little bit in that game, and then picked it up. Ohio State has two first round, two pro ride receivers there, and Olave, Chris Olave, and Garrett Wilson, so they were getting open. They've got speed out of the backfield where it's like, okay, you throw that little dump off screen, and he's scooting, and that's basically what you saw, because you saw a lot of two and three play 75 yard drives they can just score so quickly so that's going to make me lukewarm in terms of taking a lot of unders with this team even though I think 63 and a half probably the right total small lean to Oregon but I have not yet bet this game in this one I might leave alone the Big Ten versus the Big 12 in Ames, Iowa on Saturday as the Iowa State Cyclones welcome their in-state rival the Iowa Hawkeyes to town in Iowa they of course to much of your chagrin and mine, they pounded your Hoosiers last week. And Iowa State, they escaped with a win mm-hmm. over Northern Iowa, who seems to give this team fits year in and year out. 16-10, to 10, the final there in favor of the Cyclones. But they are favored at home on Saturday over Iowa. They're laying four and a half here at BetMGM. Total of 46, Wes. Two-way action going to come here on the Cyhawk game, which, by the way, the Iowa Hawkeyes have won five in a row in this series. So Matt Campbell has never beaten Kirk Ferentz and there's expectations now at Iowa State it's like okay you got to beat your rival that's how you're always judged Brady can you beat your rival and Iowa State has not been able to do that so this is getting two-way action here look credit Iowa and the fact that they were the more physical team on Saturday against Indiana and then they had uh, two interception returns for touchdown and that was kind of all she wrote for Indiana Indiana was done from that standpoint just couldn't get anything going but if you look at how Indiana's defense played they did only allow 
allow, I would call, 17 true points Mm -hmm. because one of Iowa's field goals was on a short field when Indiana shanked a punt, and then the two interception returns. So it's not like Iowa. It looked like in the score that they steamrolled Indiana, and they were clearly the better team, but that was more of like a 14 or 17-point game rather than a 34-6 final score. So kind of a misleading final. And then you had Iowa State getting Northern Iowa. Northern Iowa always gets up for Iowa and Iowa State. In fact, I think they've beaten them both on the road in in season openers really in the last couple decades. So, you know, Iowa State gets a motivated Northern Iowa team, probably a lot of kids that would have liked to play at Iowa State, but instead settle for playing at Northern Iowa. And then also maybe Iowa State first game jitters. Maybe they also didn't want to show a lot. So I kind of like the clones here. I have not bet this yet, but at a money line of less than $2, as low as I can get, probably as low as I'm going to get is like $1.75, $1.80. I'd be on the Cyclones here. I think Matt Campbell finally gets Kirk Ferentz here. Well, that's uh, where I was headed here because maybe there is some value there on the line because Iowa State has that lackluster performance against Northern Iowa, where on the other hand, Iowa, to your point, looks very impressive on the scoreboard. Mm -hmm. Maybe that didn't tell the entire story, but if Iowa State was really impressive and blew Northern Iowa out of the water, maybe this line is six and a half. Yeah, I, I would agree. So I think you are getting a little bit of a discount here. And plus, the, that, like I said, that misleading final score on the Iowa side. Iowa was the better team than Indiana. It's not like, okay, this was a total misleading final, like this was a one-possession game. It absolutely was not. Michael Penix was bad. Iowa forced two turnovers, getting those uh, interception returns and another interception in the second half. But Iowa really only had one big play on offense. They had that 56-yard run for Tyler Goodson, where the DB, the safety kind of took a bad angle and went to the inside he bounces to the outside and is off to the races for 56 yards but a little bit of a misleading score on the Iowa side so I think you are and that's a good point by you getting a little bit of a discount here with the clones more college football to come in hour number two but we'll kick it off with some NFL talk we've got the NFL 2021 season kicking off in about 31 hours from now and we'll talk to a guy that covers the Dallas Cowboys see what his take is take is on this game as they head into Tampa Bay. Hour number one in the books. It's the Lombardi line here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.